If there is one word that captures the whole Christian message, I think that word would be gift. Christmas is all about the gift that God has given us and God continues to give us. And of course that gift is God himself, Emmanuel, God who is with us. Now we're told over and over again in the scriptures and again in the gospel today by the angels that that Emmanuel is the gift that makes the ultimate difference. This is the gift that brings true and lasting joy to our lives. That's why we exchange gifts at Christmas, yeah? It's a reminder of the gift that brings ultimate meaning to the world. I want to begin today by asking you, have you consciously received this gift of Christmas for yourself? It's kind of obvious, right? But it's probably worth saying anyway. Regardless of how good a gift may be, it will only impact us. It will only make a difference if we unwrap the gift. Yeah, If we engage with it. There are times when I've been given a gift and I've put it on the shelf or I've put it in a cupboard and I've forgotten about it. Right? And of course it made no difference whatsoever to my life. The same can be true with this gift of Christmas. There may be some of us here who know all about the story of Christmas. You've heard about this gift of Jesus many times. But you haven't really consciously in your heart engaged with this gift. Or at least you haven't for a long time. You haven't paid attention to what it means for your life. And so sadly, this tremendous gift has, has had very little impact in your life or maybe no impact. If that's true for you, then maybe this can be the year. Maybe this is the year that you start to unwrap and consciously engage with this gift. Maybe this is the year that Christmas can have a real impact on your life. That's my prayer for all of us. If you think that might be you, I want to draw your attention to a few very important details in our gospel today. Uh, St. Luke, he talks today about the first people who received this great news about the birth of Jesus. And did you notice who it was? It wasn't the religious leaders. It wasn't the people in high places of that society. It wasn't even the really holy people that first received the news. Who was it? The shepherds. The shepherds. The first people who offered this great gift were nobodies. The shepherds were like, they were the lowest of the low. Yet they were the first that God told about this good news. And what we're also told about the angel is that the angels announced this good news at night time when it was dark. Now, in the scriptures, night or darkness is often used as a metaphor for, for our sin, for the messiness of our lives. So do you see what God is trying to say to us? Christmas is for everyone. No one is excluded from this gift, regardless of your past, 
regardless of how religious you may or may not be, Jesus was born into the mess of the stable to assure us that he wants to enter fully into our lives regardless of how messy they may be. And so my promise to each of you is that regardless of where you are on the journey of faith, there is a precious gift, there is a priceless opportunity available to you today if you are willing to unwrap and engage with this message of Christmas. And, and today what I want to do is just reflect a little bit on, on what this message is exactly. What, what, what does Christmas mean for you and for me? What, what, what difference does it make to our life? I thought the best way I can do that, or at least try to do that, is to share a bit about how the Christmas gift has impacted my own journey. Generally speaking, I've had a pretty good life. I feel quite grateful when I look back at my journey. I had an imperfect but a loving family. I had lots of good friends. I lived in a nice part of town. I had plenty of clothes and being from an Italian family, I had plenty of food. Right? I played lots of sport. As I, grew, as I grew older, I started working. I loved my work. But as I got older, I started to realise that there was another reality I was experiencing within me, that my life was made up of two worlds. There was the external world and there was an internal world. And over time, I realised that internally I was navigating all kinds of battles. I had a lot of self-doubt. And often that held me back from really um, expressing myself, right? really pursuing what was most important to me. Deep down, I carried a belief that I was not worthy of good things. I don't know why, but I felt within myself I couldn't be successful. And if, and if success ever came my way, it wouldn't last long, right? It would, it would go soon. I was preoccupied with what others thought of me often afraid of, 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 of being rejected by others if I wasn't good enough. Yeah? I also carried uh, within me um, feelings of, of shame and, and guilt and regret from you know, things I'd done or things I hadn't done. For a long time, I wasn't even really conscious of these thoughts and feelings and beliefs. They, they were just simmering under the surface. What I mainly experienced was a feeling of dis-ease within myself. I'm not sure if you can relate. That something wasn't quite right with me. Something was missing. I needed to do more. I needed to be more. I couldn't settle. I, I couldn't find peace. I don't know if you've experienced that, but that's a, it's a pretty unsatisfying way of living. And so I kept trying harder. But regardless of how hard I tried, how much I achieved, nothing seemed to settle this battle within me. Nothing seemed to answer these deep questions. Now, I've had the great privilege as a priest of journeying with many people, getting to know them quite intimately, what's going on in their lives. And, and I've learned a lot about the human condition. I've come to realise that all of us, face these interior battles. Yeah, they just, 
look a little bit different. It doesn't matter how smart or successful we may be. We all have parts of us that we struggle to accept. We all feel somewhat incomplete, if we're really honest with ourselves. We all get trapped in thoughts and beliefs that burden us, that that hold us back, that impact our relationships, that, that affect the way that we show up in the world. We sing a song during Advent. It's an old hymn. And the words, um, the words say, uh, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. What the hymn is pointing to is that we are all captive. None of us are completely free within ourselves. Us humans, we can do the most remarkable things, can't we? In, in academia, in, in art, in music, in technology, in business, in sport, we continue to advance, we continue to innovate. We're, we're, we're amazing what we can do as humans. But have you noticed that we still have not worked out a way to free ourselves from our interior battles? At best, we've learnt just how to manage them, how to keep them at bay. Advent and Christmas reminds us that There are certain human challenges that only divine love can liberate us from. When I began to unwrap the gift of Christmas for myself, I started to realise what this gift really meant. And that, that, that changed the whole landscape of my interior life. I'm not sure about you, but when... Uh, someone affirms me genuinely, I really appreciate it. It, really, it can really encourage me, it can really impact me. And that is exactly what is happening at Christmas. That's what God is doing through the Christmas gift. He is, he is affirming us. By becoming one of us, God is giving us the ultimate affirmation. He's saying, yes, I know that your life is messy. I know that you have room to grow. But I accept you as you are. You are already good enough. You are already worthy of good things. The Christ child is saying you are already perfectly and completely accepted and loved. Christmas is God's way of saying that I give myself totally to you as you are. Right now, as you are. I'm with you. I'm for you. You don't need to be someone else. You can be as you are. You know, when my heart started to, to receive this affirmation and, and really engage with it, 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 it started to undo all of the stuff within me that was holding me captive that prevented me from truly living. It kind of rewired my, my whole internal circuitry. The image that came to me is um, you know, from the movie. You ever notice in the movie sometimes when someone's like lying dead and they're trying to resuscitate them and they use those defib paddles? You know? um, that's the image that came to me. You know, you know what happens? That, that machine, it, it sends a little, a little charge of electricity and, and the idea is that it sort of shocks the heart back into, back into life. Yeah, it, 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 it restarts the rhythm. Is that right, doctors? It kind of brings the rhythm back. It resets the heart, yeah? 
when we receive this gift of love, the same thing starts to happen to us spiritually. The love of Jesus kind of shocks us out of the thoughts and the beliefs that are unhelpful and untrue. Jesus, in some mysterious way, when we receive him, when we receive his love, he resets our hearts and he slowly opens us to a new way of thinking, a new way of understanding ourselves and others and God. This is why Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. Because he deals with the stuff in here that causes so much unrest out there. Ultimately, only he can do that. Only perfect love can fix the stuff in here. Like truly fix it. I still have some unhelpful thoughts at times running around in this mind of mine. But since I started to unwrap this gift of Christmas, they no longer have the same power over me. Yeah. In my experience, this freedom that, that Jesus brings to our hearts is the deepest freedom we can experience. It's the freedom that we really want. It's freedom from ourselves. And, and it's a freedom that opens us up to a whole new world of possibilities, a whole new way of showing up in the world. It's, it's the gift, it's the difference that, that really matters. And this freedom, this gift is available to anyone who is willing to receive it and unwrap it and engage with it. And so I want to end where I started today. Will this be the year that Christmas has a deep impact on your life? Will this be the year when you decide to take another layer off that gift, another layer of wrapping? If, if, if you're up for it, if, if you want the gift, if you, want to, um, if you want to receive something of this freedom that, that, that God offers us in a particular way today through, through the gift of his son, I want to uh, just encourage you now, um, just to, to close your eyes for a moment, I, I just want to give you a moment just to, just to be with your God. You know, one of the things, when we look at the Christmas story, one of the things we recognise is that all the people that benefited from the gift somehow went outside their comfort zone. Mary and Joseph went a long way out of their comfort zone. The shepherds, the wise men, all those that engaged with the gift, that benefited from it, somehow were called out of their comfort zone. So I, I want to I give you an opportunity now to do the same. Just a simple little response as a way of saying, God, yes, I want this gift. I really want it. I really want to engage with it. I want to unwrap it. I want to say yes to it in my heart. If, if that's you today, I want to invite you now with your eyes closed just to raise one hand. Just as a way of saying, God, yes, here I am. You might just echo this prayer in your heart. Father, you, you see all these hands raised to you. You know what's going on in the hearts of each of your sons and daughters here. And, and I just pray, Jesus, that um, you would help us to uh, recognise this 
gift that you are giving us today, that you would help us to receive this ultimate affirmation of our goodness, of, of, of our value. Even in the midst of all of our brokenness, our grief, that um, you come today to, um, to remind us that we are okay, that we are perfectly acceptable and loved. And I just pray, Lord, that that gift will rewire our, our interior landscape, Lord, our thoughts, our beliefs, will cut through any, any lies, any, any thoughts that, that prevent us from really stepping forward into the life you've created us to live. I just pray that you would set us free in a way that we've never been free before, Lord, that you would liberate us. I pray, Lord, that you would always um, give us this gift to remember that you are with us, you are for us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.